All right, Ephesians 6, verse 18. And pray in the Spirit on all occasion with all kinds of prayer and requests. Pray in the Spirit on all occasion. Remember, we're talking about the armor of God, even I just touched on it. I didn't even get not even half percent of what. So I'm just going, as I said, recommend the book at, at the beginning, and I'm going to quickly go through some things, and then we're going to um, wrap it up. But you say, I pray, pray in the Spirit on all, on all occasion with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Be alert. If you're driving on the, on the freeway, can you be, can you be, well, some of us do it, including me, so Lord help me. But you're not supposed to be on your phone. You're not supposed to just looking around. You're supposed to stay focused so you can adjust. So in the spirit, he's saying to be alert. Be alert. Always keep on praying for all the saints. So when you're alert, especially call us to intercession. Somebody come to your heart. That's not even time to really call them. God give you a glimpse of someone. Lord, I put... What are you saying about them? I cover them under the blood right now. And the hammer and the nail. And you keep driving that, that hammer on the nail until you get peace about it so you can move to the, the next thing. So be alert. Be alert. Watch that. You being alert just in that. Sometimes it's more effective than you trying to go conquer the world or win the world. Win, do what God says to do. It's like I have two sons and one of them. All he wanted is just stick on me and just stay. And the other one, I don't know what he wanted to do. But it's just a blessing to see how all he wants to do is just please me. And I'm like, just go. I don't. And he just want to sit and stand here and please me. And I, I can understand why God desires an intimate relationship. Because when, when we have an intimate, not like Paul said, that we may know him. Intimately, knowledge that's rooted and grounded in personal experience, like more than even though you know your mate or know a friend, that you know him in such a way and you know his character, his integrity or whatever, because you know him in such a deep way, then you can do what he tell you to do in spite of what all the noise, because you're going to hear direction, go right, go left, go up, stop, go, go. And, okay, God, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to do. But when you anchored on him, there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end of his destruction. I don't know which way to go, God, but as I read your word, as I memorize your word, as I study your word, that I'm consumed by your word, with your word and your spirit, dear life. So as I pray in the spirit and I get clarity so I know which way to go, what decision to make. So he said, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kind of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert. And always keep on praying for all saints. When you are praying in the Spirit, you are led by God's Spirit. And as we said, Jude, Jude 1, verse 20. Well, it's one, yeah, one chapter, verse 120. Build yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So as you do that, those are some of the benefits or the effect of why we pray in the Spirit. So when you tie that into the armor of God, he said in Ephesians 6, he said to put on the old armor of God that we may be able to stand. We're going to read uh, real quickly here. I'm starting with verse 10 though. He said, finally, you know the Ephesians, that's just one book. I picture someone, God sending a, writing a letter. 
Okay, what's this? Hostel, or wherever you are, God writing a letter on the address. He address you, I address the city that you're in. And all that whole, that sixth chapter is just one letter. So uh, after he outlined the gifts of the Spirit and he outlined all the things that he's saying, he, he's saying, you know, that God knit us together, Jews and Gentiles, and, and now we are one new man. And he go to different parts and, t- and, and tell what he's praying for the believers, that he's praying that we may know him in an intimate way. And he prayed that famous Ephesian prayer, that the eyes of our understanding will be flooded with light so we may know him, that we may know how wide, how high, how deep his love is. And after that, he said, okay, one final thing, or in summary, or if, you don't, if you don't recall everything, make sure you don't, you don't forget this one. He said, finally, my brethren, Finally, finally, my final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. He said to be strong in what? In the Lord, right? He said be strong in the Lord, not in your willpower, not in your, man, I'm going to, 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 you get the point. Whatever you want to fill in the blanks, dear, say be strong in the, and it's so key because he said for by grace are we saved. What is grace? It's nothing that we do. It's like an inheritance. What do you do for inheritance? Nothing. You just inherit it. So if grace is an inheritance, what do we have to do to be saved? Nothing. It's a gift. So, okay, let me go. I'm, I'm, let me quickly wrap it up. It's so much. Okay, put on the whole armor of God. You see, he said the whole armor. He didn't say just put on a piece. Because as you say, you're in war. Constantly things thrown at you. Constantly at your mind. If God opened our eyes to the Spirit, we'd go crazy naturally. So that's why it just give us a little glimpse because it's just so busy, so much things going on. But we say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on his whole armor, the complete armor. You don't put on the armor by just mental lesson like, oh, I put on the armor today. Yeah, I have the armor on. No. Do you do that with your clothes? You look at your clothes and unless it's in that movie where the clothes really just come on him. But basically... You got to put that thing on for real. So how do you put it on? He said that the sword of the spirit is the word of God, right? He said that faith works by love. He talked about you got to use your mouth to put it on. So let me quickly read through this and I'll see if I can break down a little bit. And also that go, what are, the part about the armor of God, if you go to YouTube, you can search for thing prior answered immediately by John Fechner. And he have, I think, seven videos that he just illustrate different parts. Just know that's just a fraction of what you can do. It's just a teaser to know how you can truly put the armor on. All right. What verse is that? What verse am I in? All right, verse 27. And the father... No, that's... I'm on the wrong scripture. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the strategies. You see, he have plan, he have strategy, he has tricks. He have different methods he using about uh, on you. For you are not fighting against man, flesh and blood, anything physical or external. But you are against evil rulers, authority of the unseen world, against mighty power in, dark, in the dark world. So if it's in the dark world, what do you need for answers? You're going to need light. So when you're connected to God and his word, you'll get the light that you needed. Because how can you, how can you fight something that's invisible in a natural way to win? How do you even know what side are you on? How do you know 
that is in your finance or when in the marriage or when he's affecting the children or whatever. But when you put on the old armor, you'll be equipped with the goggles and everything that you needed, the night vision, glasses or whatever, so you can see. For you are not fighting against flesh and blood. Therefore, put on, I'm just going to jump down. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And you can't get more than that. I just have to quickly run through it. So one, get, do it that way. So step one, in verse 14, he says, stand firm with the belt of truth. So you remember we were talking about earlier that we on the left, a lot of time we on the left, but what God answers on the right. The belt of truth is almost like, you know, your belt that you put around your waist. So picture the belt of truth and you have each loop. So the, the first one, the loop, and as I say, Pastor John, he cover that in, in more detail. It was just a quick visual. So the first one would be the people closest to you. So for me, it would be my wife and then my children and then a boss and whoever, whatever is going on. So when you put on the belt of truth, you're basically saying, God, show me truth. Show me truth in this area. I desire truth more than everything. Not my opinion, not even what I feel. That's what's going on in my emotions. I desire truth more than anything else in my life. And as you do, then you show, you know what? You had the wrong attitude when you're talking to this person. Or it it show you something that you weren't. You know, you're just very funky, if that's, if that's an English word. Man, I can't go back. So it just helps you get real, and then you realize, you know what? I'm messy. I'm really messy. I need help. No matter how hard, far I'm going, God, I'm really messy, but I acknowledge it so that I'm not self-conscious, I'm not self-centered, but I'm Christ-centered, Christ-conscious, I'm needy, but I'm needy in Christ. But I can do all things to Christ who, who strengthened me. So stand firm with the belt of truth around your waist. It helps you to resolve conflict. When, when you have the belt of truth, it don't allow you to just see your part. Because that's the thing. When we share, we share from one part. As he said, we see in part. But picture a, a circle and you have eight parts. And all we see is our part. And it's true to us. But when you see oh, oh, the whole thing, it's different. So that's what the belt of truth does. It helps you to see all other people's perspective. So then you say, God, let me see through to see truth to your perspective. Let me hear your heart through them. And as you do, then you can resolve conflicts. And as you do, you can have more peace than all that unnecessary drama. Because a lot of times that drama comes from frustration. When Whether you're trying to express something, they don't hear what you're saying or vice versa, and you're like, forget it. No, don't, and you end up not, you know, share what, what you desire to share because you're like, they're not listening anyway. And then the next one, he said, the breastplate of righteousness that cover our emotion. Our emotion, I like what he said too. He said, the emotion is like a wild horse, thoroughbred or whatever, whatever them are, wild stallion. If you wake up before you in the morning, you're going to control your life. You're going to run you rampant. So he said, the secret is before he wakes up, when the stallion is sleeping, you go and grab it by the, whatever that thing they call it, by, by the rope, the noose or whatever that's around, that bridle that's around his neck. So then when you grab it by it, then you can tell it what to do. Because our emotions are fickle. 
And we, when you base it off of emotion, a lot of time we're not going to see correctly. So when you connect with, when you put on the belt of truth and then the breastplate of, well, we're still on the belt of truth, then it causes you to be able to see things differently. So you're not ruled by emotion. My son asked me this, um, this week, because I gave him that instruction and he got it. He said, but daddy, I think you wake up before me this morning. What should I do? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's not going to be as easy, but as you're praying the spirit and getting the word, then you can be on that zone. So it kind of reminds me, if you notice in the, in the morning on the highway, it's smooth, if like six, seven, 6 o'clock, 5, 4 o'clock. It's just quiet and it's just smooth. So that's the same thing with our spirit. So that's why a lot of time God trying to get us to adjust where we go to bed earlier so we can get up early when the highway is clear. So when we pray in the spirit, it's easier. When you get in the word, it's easier. So he say the enemy has strategy, but God has strategy too. So he want to give us his strategy so we can win. But instead, what we do, we compromise, we sabotage ourselves. We do the social media, we do all this thing, we watch all these movies and things, and then go to bed late and like, God, I need your mercy in the morning. And we have that cycle going on, and evident that we are not thirsty. Because when we are thirsty, we put down what, what not working and say, enough is enough. I want this. And then when he give you the instruction, then you do it. So when you're on the highway early, then you can go hard and deep without all that distraction. So whether it's praying the Spirit to connect to the ocean, the unlimited ocean, or whether it's getting in the, the Word so it can sink into you, so you can live it, that causes you to stay on that path that God have for you, and it's easy. Easier. All right, I'm going to have to wrap it up here. So in the, in the armor, so the breastplate of righteousness help you to protect your emotions. And then the next part of the belt is this. No, I got to cover that. In the... So in the emotion, I remember I tell you for me, strong, the, the thing I have to watch a lot is um, pride. So, for example, in the, in the belt of truth, there's a part in it. If In Romans 8, verse 14, it says, For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So when you're led by the Spirit of God, you have a free, you say, God, help me to not be a people pleaser. Help me not to be, please people, but to please you and honor you. So because this is my ear, I say, no, no, Lord, also help me not to criticize. And help me not to judge. Now, there's a different in judging. Because they say, they say, don't judge something before time. A lot of time when we come to a conclusion without all information, it's wrong judgment. Anyway, so it causes us to be critical and all the stuff that's not good. And I think that's an ear the enemy get us as believers in because he causes us to see, see their fall or the issue and not realizing God want we have the same issue in another area, whether it's pride or whether it's criticalness. So when we humbly and say, God, show me what you're saying about this, then he causes you not to see things through that lens of criticalness or, for me, for criticalness or being judgmental. So I say, Lord... Help me not to be a people pleaser because of our wiring. Some of us are wired to be confident. So when you're confident, then it's easy to be fall under either being judgmental or critical. When you are a people pleaser because of your gift, you're very sweet and kind like my wife, you kind of tend to fall under the ear of people pleasing. But both of them is the wrong emotion when you're not being led by the Spirit. It's based on 
and you are the weakness in your strength, to put it another way. So part of the armor, part of the way you put that armor and you say, free, free me from trying to please, from criticizing or judging and for being criticized. Because even when it's externally come at you, affect you, and that's how witchcraft come a lot of time is. Because we open the door to being critical or open the door to all these things, then we have a legal right for it to come. And we're like, why do I feel so? Why do I stuck? Why do I have hindrances? Why, 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 why? Because that's what we sow. So when we cancel that cycle, then we say freedom from trying to criticize, freedom from trying to please, and give me a heart. Give me a loving heart to bless. And when you say that. So I encourage you guys to at least listen to the, the, the videos. And I said um, the book is prior the prior answered immediately. And in the back there is even like an outline that breaks down each of the each for you know, I just run out of time. This, I just can't 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 keep going on. So what let's stand. Let's just find a way to I'm gonna pray to demonstration. So when we say drink, I'm going to pray. And as we pray to each one, when I say drink, I say a drink of the spirit. Basically, you're saying, God, give me a truth in this area. So I want more. So give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. I drink of your spirit. I drink of your spirit. I drink of your spirit. And as you do, you can empower you. So when you have the old armor of God, even in your schedule, you know the shoes, as much as we don't know, but the shoes, there's two parts to it. There's one that's a foot, a, shoe, a foot for comfort or peace, so you can be led by peace. But the other one is for counsel or for wisdom or for productivity. So as you go through your day, you'll be able to be led by the Spirit where you know, okay, I need to go this way, I need to go. So I don't compromise peace for productivity and I don't compromise productivity for peace. But at the end of the day, I'm fulfilled. Because I was led and not because I get all these things done, but I have no peace because I wasn't connected. Or, oh, I was connected, I stay in that zone, but I don't get nothing done. It's a balance in it. So that's what the armor does. It calls you in that area too. And as I said, the book outlined a lot, a lot of it. The, the main thing is we're in a war. And as, as we're in the war, we got to be equipped. Um, phonics of the Spirit, this is basic, fundamental. So the way you'd put it on, He's really just saying, God, I put the armor, I choose to put the armor on today. And you can um, actually repeat uh, after me for a different part as we flow into it. You say, all who are hungry, come and drink. Will you do your part? And even knowing that even tonight what was shared, it's not even half a percent. I was in store for you what God want to do to add to your tool belt. Because this one, this part of the armor is necessary every day. The armor, putting on the armor on is necessary every day. A lot of time, we have one piece on and we go in and we get hit from behind or we get hit from the side not realize because we didn't put the armor on. And the reason why you have to put it on daily, the same way you brush your teeth daily, or the same way you eat every day unless you fast or whatever, you got to put it on every day for the purpose. Because remember he said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. He said, put on the whole armor. After Ephesians, that's all he told us to do. He said, put on the armor. So sometimes we get in hit is because we don't have the armor on. We are in conflict because we don't have the armor on. Another part talk about, about truth. He said that to open, let me hear the 
Because that's humility coming in, in it too. Where it says, allow me to hear the heart of the other person. So a phrase that you could even use, I say in the book too, is, let me, if I hear your heart, that's where you start, then you say what you're saying. It's a vulnerable that comedy because the person may say no. And when you say no, because when you say if I hear your heart, it's also saying if I hear your motive or what you meant. Because sometimes what they meant is not what you see. And when you, you deflect or resolve the conflict right away by saying, if I hear your heart, is this what you're saying? And that's the breaking on the prior and say, I don't know, I think this is what you're saying. And something you'll get it right, something you won't. But as you practice it, it helps you to walk in humility, knowing that God put these people in our lives for us to sharpen us. Iron sharpness to sharpen us. So we think in the end of our lives to get on our nerves if God could only move them. And God is saying, that's, that's your stone to sharpen you so you can really be a precious jewel that you're supposed to be. Glory to God. So actually for this part, I'm promising I can't just run it the time. I've got to do this impartation. So just find somewhere you can be on your knees or however. You can stand to whatever you want to do. So as we pray this part, you can drink of it. So we're going to start by saying, I enter God's most holy place by the blood of Jesus. And I receive mercy. And I find grace to help me in time of need. So Holy Spirit, I welcome you. And I ask you to make me strong. In God's armor today. According to Romans 8, 26 and 27. One second. So for the belt of truth, truth, just say, I drink of the spirit of truth. And I invite you to search my heart. Spirit of truth. And give me truth in the innermost part of my being. And that's when you drink. And sometimes you take a while and sometimes maybe short. Depends on the amount of time. But as you say that, let me drink of your truth. Fill me with your truth. As they said in Psalms 51, 6, Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being and in the hidden part of my heart you will make me you will make me know wisdom so I invite you to search our hearts oh God and give us truth on the innermost part of our being show us the areas that we're not walking in truth that we need to walk in truth we repent of anything that's hindering us from walking in truth remove the deception remove the lies the illusion so we can walk Walk in the light. Fill us with your truth, O God. Fill us with your truth, O God. Fill us with your truth. We drink of your truth today. And you keep going and going and going and so even for those that are listening while you drive you want to practice this afterwards because this is an exercise you cannot exercise by sitting on the sideline you got to be in the race you got to do your part so you can see the manifestation of God's spirit so the next part you say I ask you to let my life 
with my spouse if you have spouse are the people closest to you so I'm going to say the way I have it and then whoever you put in there for the belt loop for the people that's close to you I ask you to let my life with my spouse with my children my parents co-workers family with the communication that I do today on the phone or even via email I pray that every divine appointment for the day may my legacy and the fruit of my children and ministry bear the fruit of truth pour your love through me to others give me more of you by hearing your voice through others today I drink of your truth I know I went through it fast, but when you do it, you do one at a time. So you do the person closest to you and you stay there. Give me truth for my spouse. Let me hear their heart. Let me see what you see. And answer the way you answer. And as you pray, God give you insight. God give you clarity. God give you the insight that you need, the answer to the question you have. As you pray for that child, as you pray for that boss, as you pray and ask for insight so you can see and you drink and you drink and you drink until you're clear. I ask you to let my life with my the people that's close to me bear the fruit of truth. And I claim truth to avoid tension. I claim truth to avoid tension. So this is the part you say it again to clothe me with humility. Come on, open your mouth. I know you're in a zone, but we're just running through it. So as you're listening to you on the media page, as you as you pray the prayer, and as you look on those YouTube videos, you can take more time to do it. But I just want to give you a quick outline of it. So I claim truth to avoid tension today. Say that. So clothe me with humility by Jesus' love. I ask for the desire to hear Jesus' art through the listening test today. Come help me to be a good listener. Let me be a good listener. Let me to have ears to hear. Let me listen more than how I talk. I clothe myself with humility to be open to hear and to receive instruction and to seek counsel to the listening test. But all right, we're going to move on for security. Don't say, I find security in Jesus. I therefore claim grace to be calmly honest in gracious ways that help me to find Jesus' heart. To help us all to find Jesus' heart. So we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we'll speak the truth in love. We'll be openly honest, Lord, that when it's time for us to see our part, we'll not shut down, we'll not, we'll not shy away, but we'll graciously and lovingly share our part so together we can hear your heart completely, so we can walk in the destiny that you have for us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we're going to shift and go down to the breastplate of righteousness. And say this is we for Father's plate. Spirit of sonship. Please place within me and fill me with my Father's pleasure. 
with my father's delight, with my father's acceptance, and my father's approval, because I'm lost to self, and I'm found in you, Jesus. And that's why you drink some more so you get rid of self-righteousness. I thank you that you're pleased with me. Not because of what I do, but because of who you are and what you've given unto me. Thank you that you delight in me. You take pleasure in me. Thank you, Lord, that we are accepted as your beloved. Thank you that you accepted of us and you approve of us. I drink of your acceptance so I can be confident in you. I drink of your acceptance today, O God. I drink of your acceptance. Thank you that we are accepted as your beloved. We are approved by you. We don't have to strive. We don't have to toil to be pleasing to you. But Lord, you create us in a clean heart to do your will, O Lord. So we thank you that we are pleasing to you because we are your sons and we are your daughter. So we put on the breastplate of righteousness and not self-righteousness. So we are righteous by inheritance in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we are righteous by inheritance. So we drink of your righteousness. We drink of your love. We drink of your inheritance and we drink of righteousness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that you chosen before time to adopt us into your family. So we inherit your righteousness. So we embrace our righteousness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So for the era for power over sin under the breastplate as well. This is the part where it says lay aside every weight and that sin, any area of sin. That's where it cover it. So repeat after me. I claim today, open eyes to see life and death and your nature and your strength through me to walk in life over the sin pattern of and that's where you say whatever your sin pattern is so father help us to overcome in this area of the sin pattern of pride in the in the sin pattern of criticalness in the sin pattern of know it all in the sin pattern of dishonesty impurity show us those areas that we need to come up oh lord so we thank you that you showing us how to break free from any sin pattern in our life so we no longer walk in death but we walk in life and walk in your strength and in your wisdom so we thank you for power thank you for the power of god within us that you give us the will and the desire to do those things that are pleasing in your sight thank you lord jesus that we are no longer governed by the flesh but we are led by your spirit so we thank you for making a way of escape so we drink of your spirit and under the breastplate one more point under the breastplate repeat after me freedom from trying to please from criticizing and judging others are from being judged are criticized by others I receive a loving heart to bless others oh Lord let your blessing of love flow out of us 
and you say whatever you want to say. Let the river of love flow of us, O oh Lord. No longer criticism, no longer, Lord, death flowing out of us, but life flowing over us, liberty flowing out of us. Let the river of life flow out of us. Let us know by the fruit of love. Let your love radiate through our lives. Come in, come in, come in. No more people pleasing. No more criticalness. But Lord, we please you. Our heart is centered and fixed on you. We drink of your love. And we thank you for a heart to be a blessing. A heart to bless others. Give us a heart, oh God. To bless others. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the breastplate all over us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So now we shift down to the shoes that help us in our in our schedule. So let's repeat, counselor, please show me wisdom and comforter please show me and give me peace over my day and that's how you start your day say over my schedule for my day over my eating and exercise habit and life for me is not there but that's why I call it I call it so so you say give me a heart to eat right a heart Give me a desire to want to do right, to exercise and the things that I can't do on my own. So thank you, Father, for, for wisdom and give us direction over our schedule for the day, over evenings. So you say over evenings, so you can be productive. So counselor, please give me wisdom and comforter. Please show me peace over my evenings so I can make right choices in the evenings and over the direction for my life. And that's the part of how you pray that part. So we thank you for the shoes each day so we can be productive, that we can be efficient, that we can be orderly, so our steps can truly be ordered by you as you lead us by your peace and you lead us by your comfort so we can be productive and peaceful at the same time in the name of Jesus. Thank you that we are clothing, clothed with your armor, oh God. We thank you for it right now. I know this is, we put on the, the, the shield, the shield of faith. We call it the favor shield. So repeat after me, spirit of faith. I drink deeply today of faith. It's a gift, so drink deeply. So I drink deeply today of faith. So you see, I drink deeply today of faith. And you see yourself drinking. I drink of your faith. I drink of the gift of faith. I drink of faith today. I receive the gift of faith. I receive the gift of faith. I thank you. And the second part of the seal of faith. I take up the seal of faith. Say this after me. I take up the seal of faith today to extinguish all the fire darts our flaming arrows of the enemy today I thank you picture yourself taking up that shield 
I take up the seal of faith today and I quench all those fiery darts, those darts that come to our mind, those darts that come to our body, those darts that try to come through and affect our emotion, the way we think and the way we feel. We thank you that we use a seal of faith and quench, put out, distinguish all those flaming arrows. So we drink of faith today in the name of Jesus. Stay with me, we're almost done. We thank you for the seal of faith. So even in that part, because of the seal of faith, then you declare what you trust in God for that day or for the season. So you start by saying, I trust you today. And you say whatever you, you want to put there. So Lord, I trust you today for wisdom. I trust you today for humility. I receive your humility. I claim your humility. I will receive direction. I receive, I claim your direction. I claim your insight, your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So Lord, I do not walk in my own way, but I walk in your way. Your way, oh God. We thank you for the seal of faith. So when the enemy come with fire darts of doubt and unbelief, when he come with all those darts, we put our seal up and we say, no, not this time. And we use the word of God to know that we are conquerors through Christ Jesus. As we pray in the spirit, we are sensitive to those arrows and we can use the seal of faith to push it back in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for the seal of faith. Therefore, say this part. So now we're going to put the helmet on over our thoughts. The enemy got us in our thoughts. So Lord, we put the helmet on. I claim eternal life in Jesus this day. And then you pray in the spirit so you can see that living life coming out of you. And the next step, I claim heaven perspective. Repeat after me, please. I claim heaven perspective and the mind of Christ. And then you drink. So I can see the way you see. So I can see through your eyes. So Lord, the gift of faith can operate in us. Lord, as you say, Lord, faith is seeing things through your eyes. To see things through your perspective. So we thank you, Father, for divine truth. So we can see through your perspective. So when the enemy comes with lies. And when situations come. Lord, we can use the word of God. To know, Father, we are victorious in these areas of our lives. In the name of Jesus. So I claim eternal life in Jesus this day. And I claim heaven perspective and the mind of Christ. And the last part under the helmet. I also claim a... This is a key because a lot of time we struggle with reading the word or struggling with dieting or exercise or whatever. And we, what we rec- have to recognize, we cannot do it of ourselves. Self-righteousness, as Paul said, is filthy. It's yucky. We can- if, the, if they could do it in the Old Testament, there would be no need for Christ to die. There would be no need for the New Testament. So the, he, he said they tried in the Old Testament and they could not fulfill the law. So now we are under grace. So under the grace of God, we have to depend on His righteousness, not ours. So you claim, you say, I claim a hunger to consume and memorize your words. I claim a hunger to consume and memorize your word. 
and you pray in the spirit as you drink of it so that desire can come from the inside out that is no longer hard because it's him at work in you giving you the will and the desire to do it it's from the inside out you don't have to do it but you want to do it he give you that want to to do it that grace kicked on I claim hunger to consume and memorize your word I've hidden Lord as you said we hidden our words in our heart so we'll not sin against you so give us our hunger to not just read your word but to consume your word to heat your word so your word can resonate on the inside so when we open our mouth we'll not say in our opinion we say your word but we'll be on fire shut up within our bone so Lord when we use the seal of faith to quench the fire darts of the enemy we thank you Father for a desire to read your word a desire to pray a desire to seek your first your face so we can walk out the blueprint for the destiny of our lives so we claim our hunger 